Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, and to find your local station for the Ben Mather Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there, or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Mather Show on Fox Sports Radio. As we bring the curtain up on a new week here at Fox Sports Radio, the weekday lineup has returned. You have been blessed, depending how you look at it. Maybe not. Uh, but we begin with the Sunday night game in Nolens, in the Bayou. The Saints without Drew Brees, with Teddy Bridgewater passing for only 193 yards and a Ooh. goose egg in terms of touchdowns. The New Orleans Saints did not matriculate the ball into the end zone, but their defense was able to contain the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys did get in 
to the end zone. But Alvin Kamara, 69 yards. New Orleans didn't need a touchdown because Will Lutz kicked not one, not two, not three, but four field goals. And that was it. So New Orleans gets the win, their second ugly win. They lost the stat sheet last week against Seattle, but the very generous, boy were they generous, Seahawks kept giving the ball away to New Orleans, and they were able to capitalize on that despite a huge disparity statistically a week ago. So New Orleans, ugly, but 3-1, and one, and Dallas – Their first loss of the year. The better story is in the losing locker room. So let us discuss the question. And it really comes down to quarterback play for Dallas and Dak Prescott. P.U. What stinks? That would be the Dallas Cowboys quarterback. (laughs) Number four in your program, but uh, number 99 as far as efficiency is concerned. Boy, was he bad. Uh, In this game, the Cowboys just could not get anything consistently going. So the question is, how concerned should the Cowboys be with Dakota Prescott, who is supposedly on the brink, on the brink of getting one of those life-changing mega contracts. So on the Maller scale of concern, 1 to 10, with 10 being Jared Goff as your quarterback who just got the biggest contract in NFL history. How concerned should the Dallas Cowboys be with Dak Prescott? Now, originally I was going to say a seven, but I'm going to crank that up because I believe Jerry Jones is going to do the thing he should not do at the time he should not do it. And I believe that the Maller scale of concern now, I'm cranking it up to an 8.5. I'm at 8.5 for Dak Prescott, and I have no skin in the game. All right, my thoughts here. You have knocking at the door, ketchup and barbecue sauce, and the paper tiger. And we will combine all of these things together. Now, hey, Dak Prescott, this was an opportunity to rise up, right? Zeke Elliott was bad. He stunk. He had 18 carries for 35 yards. He averaged less than two yards per carry. I thought he was the greatest running back in the history of pro football. Less than two yards per carry for Z. Kelly. So he was terrible. And he was essentially useless. Is what he, not only was he a running back, he was useless. Uh, would have been more productive if he had just stayed in Cabo San Lucas and laid out on the beach somewhere. He would have had a more productive night than he did in New Orleans. The Saints played, listen, they played good defense. Give him credit, right? Suffocating style defense. But... You gotta compete. Zeke Elliott, he also had a fumble in this game. It was a manure performance. And so this was a chance. It was an opportunity knocking at the door. That was the sound. And Dak Prescott, he had the chance to step up and put the Cowboys on his back and say, Hey Jerry, look at me. I can lead the Cowboys when Zeke Elliott has a bad day. So what did Dak Prescott do? He vomited all over the 50-yard line is what Dak Prescott did. Pure puke is how he played this particular game, and especially down the stretch. Now, we can nitpick and say you know, the, the bulk of the game was, was bad, but this was anyone's game in the fourth quarter, right? It, there wasn't a lot of separation between these teams. In the fourth quarter, Dakota Prescott drowned. He needed someone from Baywatch to come help him out here. He drowned. (laughs) Tight game. 
One score game, fourth quarter. Dak Prescott, 5 of 12, 69 yards, no touchdowns, had the the desperation interception at the end. A passer rating in the fourth quarter of 26. 26 was Dak Prescott's passer rating. And for the full game, he averaged less than seven yards per attempt. It's the kind of performance when you parlay what Dak Prescott did and what Jared Goff did in Los Angeles with his feces-like performance for the Rams. Jerry, you've been warned. Ball's in your court. The writing's on the wall. Right? The omens are there. What you going to do? And for all those idiots, the uh, the toadies in the media that give Dak Prescott a bubble bath and worship the Cowboys, weren't these people saying the first couple weeks of the year, well, Dak Prescott's proving he deserves that contract. Well, if that's the case, didn't he just prove the opposite? He doesn't deserve the contract? Or does it only work when Dak plays well? And when Dak sucks, we can't say that he sucked and he should still get the contract. So which one is it? I'm, I'm legitimate. I'm asking the question. Is it when when Dak plays well, give him the money, when he plays a second-rate team and puts up numbers, or is it a case where he plays a team that's got a pretty good defense and he just can't compete because he's not good enough? Which one is it? I'd like to know which one is it. I think you know the answer. Now, to add insult to injury, Teddy Bridgewater was bad, but... With the game on the line in the fourth quarter, his passer rating, 99.2 in the fourth quarter. He did not have an incomplete pass. Now, he did give up some big sacks, uh, one in particular, which was a a big bugaboo, the uh, bull rush. He was unprepared, it seemed, at times for the Cowboys' defensive front. But New Orleans, uh, again, this is a team that they're going to have to win like this because Bridgewater sucks. I think we can all agree on that. I mean, I hear some people on the radio praising him. He's not good. Uh, he's not, and uh, he's a second-rate backup quarterback who's out there. The, the Dallas Cowboys, though, offensively, last I checked, the, the Saints are not the second coming, the reincarnation of the mid-1980s Monsters of the Midway or the 2000 Baltimore Ravens, but my God, uh, the Cowboys certainly made them look like that. Now, uh, this was just rancid. Offensive football. Dak Prescott, he's got to own this. I recommend going to the store instead of getting spicy nuggets, because I know you like the spicy nuggets. I recommend some ketchup and barbecue sauce, because you got to eat it. You got to eat it, as my friend Vic the Brick, <laughs> the great radio man Vic the Brick, would say. You got to eat it, right? You got to play better. 3D was back in all his glory. Dink, dunk, drop-off, or dink-dunk-dak, whichever one you want. A lot of uh, dinking and dunking and dropping-off passes uh, galore from Dakota Prescott. Unable, the Cowboys were, to go with the smash-mouth brand of football ground and pound. There was none of that. When you're running back, your your franchise running back, number 21, Zeke Elliott, is averaging less than two yards per carry. They needed Prescott, as we said, to be the guy. You can't just be the caretaker when you have no running game, and he failed. F-minus for Dak Prescott. It was sloppy all the way around. Now, to be fair, there was not enough attention to detail. Jason Witten had an egregious fumble. Zeke Elliott also on a fourth down and one call. 
Uh, that was bad. At one point, Dak Prescott literally threw the ball into quadruple coverage. The Saints had four defensive players and one Cowboy, Amari Cooper, was there. Four against one. All right, for that you know what that is? That's a kamikaze mission is what that is. That is, you have almost no chance. Four against one, and they've got the four and you've got the one. And that's what Dak Prescott did. Garbage. Yeah. I mean, my goodness. I mean, you can go on and on here. Uh, the Cowboys with Dak Prescott orchestrating only how many drives that went 35 or more yards? Two. They had two drives the entire night that went more than 35 yards. Now, Teddy Bridgewater, who stinks, he had three. So he had one more. One more. Cowboys also had six penalties. And how about the possession? Time of possession. Cowboys couldn't throw, couldn't run, and they only had the ball for a little a little less than 24 minutes. The Saints had the ball for 12 minutes longer. And they, they often point out that possession is the key to much of this, and those are the numbers of a loser. And then to add an extra kick in the nuts, Tyron Smith, the star offensive lineman, the left tackle of the Who? Cowboys, Tyron Smith, he was carted off. The sideline, it's a high ankle sprain. He got rolled up on during a sack late in the fourth quarter of this game. All right, last word here. So who are the real Dallas Cowboys? It is a time to do inventory. We are 25% into the regular season. This is one of those markers that you look and see where you are at after four games. And the report card for the Dallas Cowboys, you know what it says? Paper Tiger. The Dallas Cowboys are a paper tiger. What does that mean? It means when they play the weaklings of the NFL, they're fine. They look great. Right? Cowboys feasted on a study diet of Giants, Redskins, and Dolphins to go 3-0. They scored 97 points in those games. Averaged 32 points per game against the bottom feeders of pro football. Big chunk plays everywhere. Then, playing a more legitimate defensive opponent with not a great quarterback, what did the Cowboys do? They buckled. They absolutely buckled. Ten points. They had a total of 15 first downs, but really only 12 because three of the first downs were gifted by the Saints on penalty. And so the Cowboys sit right now at 1-3. in three, And as long as they get to play more lightweights, they'll be all right. They'll be fine. Unfortunately, you do have to play some good teams along the way, and that is a problematic situation for the Cowboys. Let's hear from some of the participants. Here's Jason Garrett, the head coach of Dallas, pointing out the obvious when it comes to the offense. I thought we did some good things offensively, what? but certainly not That's good not enough. Obvious. Turnovers hurt us uh, in the ball game, and uh, you know, wow. in a game like this, there are limited opportunities. So you have to take advantage of the ones you have as best you can. Uh, we didn't do that. We didn't play consistently well enough on the offensive side of the ball, and didn't generate enough big plays to give us the scoring opportunities we needed to. Wait, 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 wait. We did some good things offensively. What did they do? They were uh, four of eleven on third down. The Cowboys. I'm trying to find something positive here because I'm not a negative person. I'm not. I'm not a negative person. I'm trying to think here. The Cowboys offense, they ran 54 plays. They averaged 4.8 yards per play. And that there were some positives? Really? 
I'd like to have you as my professor, man. That's a good boss right there, right? You talk about grading on a curve. Man, all right. Uh, Here is more from, how about Dak Prescott, Mr. Spicy Nuggets guy, Dak Prescott. Uh, Man, oh, man. You've really got to be beaten and devastated after this. The entire team needs therapy. Yes, Dak? We've got a great team. There's no confidence uh, lost lost with this uh, with this loss. I can promise you that. There's a lot of things that we'll take from this that we'll learn from. We'll become a better team because of it, uh, and that's the most important thing. Yeah, he has that speech down pat, doesn't he? He's every Cowboy loss, he says something along those lines, some version of what he just said there. That's his his default. It's like on the stump when you see these people running for the White House and they go around. To, they're in Des Moines one week and they're in Iowa City the next, and they're in in uh, wherever, and, and they uh, they say they give, they give the same basic speech. The same basic speech. All right, here's one more from Dak Prescott, and he is going deep into the bag o cliches for this one. We just didn't make those. We didn't make the plays that we need to make. We had some opportunities, and I just simply didn't make them. Uh, we still had a chance right there at the end of the game with the ball in our hands uh, with over a minute left, and uh, terrible, terrible decision by me in taking that sack. Um, that's rule one on one and two minute drive, especially without timeout. So you take that out of it. I mean, we made some plays to get ourselves down there, but as I said. Give them credit. Give them all the credit. Uh, they won this one, and um, we'll definitely get better because of it. There are some things that are understatements, and then there's that. Oh, we just didn't make enough plays. Thank you for that. Why don't you just tell us uh, – here's what I'm going to say. Go to sportscliche.com, and that's what you're going to hear from me. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customers offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! 
and even checkouts not until four so because the american express platinum card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants elevated experiences at live events and 4 p.m late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through amex travel that's the powerful backing of american express see how to elevate your experiences at americanexpresscom slash with amex terms apply there's plenty to celebrate in march and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. So we often hear about home field advantage being a very important thing. Teams battle it out during the regular season to get extra games at home. The creature comforts of the home field historically. If you look at the all-time record, teams have won more games at home than they have on the road. That is a fact. It is not erroneous. Well, that did not exactly work out so well during week four of the NFL season. Now, the, the Sunday card wrapped up where they win by New Orleans on the home field. But prior to that, the only two home teams to win, uh, there were three actually. There was uh, New Orleans Sunday night, you had Chicago, and you had the Giants. And that's it. Everyone else, all the way going back to Thursday night with Philadelphia at Green Bay, the Eagles fly, Eagles fly, into the win call. But there's three games that really stood out here uh, for me individually as far as home teams losing in, in week number four. Uh, the, the This Mallard Mog, we're going to focus on three stunners. You got the Raiders Grabbing a win over the Colts in Indy. The greatness of the Raiders. Carolina stomping out the Texans and emasculating Deshaun Watson in Houston. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers putting up double nickels against the Rams in Los Angeles. Double nickels. I got a great story about that game before I get into the monologue. So... If you're a longtime listener of Fox Sports Radio, you know we've had a lot of people that have worked here over the years that have passed through the hallways of Fox Sports Radio. And one of the people is a a guy named T.J. Reeves. And T.J. did a weekend show here at Fox for uh, a number of years. And uh, he is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers sideline reporter. T.J. Reeves. I was his producer. Yeah, you were his producer. So so I got a text out of the – I had not talked to T.J. in like two years. So I got a text on like Wednesday. Hey, I'm going to be in town. I'm part of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling party, and I know you're a Rams guy. I thought maybe you'd be at the game. And I was not planning on attending the game, so I contacted the Rams kind of last minute to try to get in. Rams did not allow me to go into the game. I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad they didn't. I mean, it would have been nice to see TJ and all that stuff, but you know, TJ was kind of lamenting the fact that he was concerned. You know, the Bucs, they're walking into a tough situation there in L.A., and and all that. Well, no, it was not a tough situation. It turned out to be a glorious, a absolute wonderful situation for for Tampa Bay. But anyway, let's discuss. Of those three home losses, we'll just focus on these three. Which one was the most embarrassing? You got the Texans losing to a backup for Carolina. The Colts going down to a Raider team which had not even been competitive the week before. And the Rams 
dishing out 55 points to Jameis Winston and the Buccaneers. Well, I, I got to be fair here, and uh, I'm not a house man. I'm not a toady. The answer is you can ram it all day. You can ram it all night. That's the answer here. Uh, let's be fair. I mean, that sucked. No, I'm, I'm, I listen, my team, that's the difference. We're not, uh, these idiots are standing up. They're clapping in the other room. Let me explain something to you idiots. All right, that's the difference. When my teams blow, I say that. And the, when the Dodgers suck and they're terrible in the playoffs, true, true. I will uh, I will kill them. <laughs> As you were setting up the monologue, I told Roberto, I bet you 10 bucks that Ben <laughs> goes with the Texans. No, 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 no. The Rams were a double-digit favorite. They were 10-point favorites over Tampa Bay. That is a game where most people who know nothing about football that are in these survivor pools would have taken the Rams because, hey, why not? The Rams are a double-digit favorite at home, defending NFC champion. Yada, 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 yada. They sucked. All right, so we'll start with the Rams. Right, First of all, uh, listen, the Rams were hoping that this week was going to be an evolution game for Jared Goff, that he was going to evolve. He had not played that well the first few weeks of the year, but typically you fatten up your stats against a team like Tampa Bay, right? Instead, he went the other direction, and it's how low can you go for Jared Goff. He regressed. Golf was out of whack with mostly worthless performances uh, so far this year, and the performance on Sunday topped. That was like the cherry on top of all the others, which sounds odd saying it because if you didn't watch the game, you say, well, he had 517 yards passing and two touchdowns, and the Rams had no running game. You know, that was the eighth most passing yards in NFL history. Jared Goff wrote his name in the top 10 all-time passing yard days in the NFL record book. That is ridiculous. Just the 22nd player to have over five, 500 yards passing in a game. But that is the 517, that's the, the eighth most of all time. That is a tremendous Russell Westbrook stat-stuffing type expedition by uh, Jared Goff, who essentially handed the game on a room service tray to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and said, here you go, uh, with mistake after mistake after mistake, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Three interceptions and a lost fumble. Now, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers converted those four turnovers into a gaggle of points. Uh, Jared Goff threw the ball 60 times. That is the third most, as we've been pointing out here the last hour or so, third most in a single game in NFL history. Only Vinny Testaverde and Drew Bledsoe have thrown more passes in an NFL game. And you got to go back to 2000 and 1994. That's a long time ago. And Sean McVay, who I like, boy wonder, right? Doogie Hauser, coach of the Rams. He went out and got engaged in the offseason. Should I blame this model, this uh, this exotic model that he's uh, stooping? Uh, should I blame her for this? My God. Sean McVay's Rams finished with 68 pass attempts and 11 rushing attempts. Now, if you think that is bad, that's not just bad. That's historically bad. The Rams have become the first team in NFL history to throw more than 65 times and run fewer than 12 times. It had never happened 
in the history of pro football, a hundredth anniversary season, and the Rams become the first team with 65 or more pass attempts and fewer than 12 runs. They're also the first team since the 1960s to score 40 points and lose by at least 15 points. (laughs) That hadn't happened since 1966. You want more? I can go on. Todd Gurley, what was the talk earlier this week? We've got to get Gurley the ball more. It's on me. I will get him the ball more. Gurley, 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 Gurley. A lot of Gurley talk, right? A lot of Gurley talk. How did that work out? Carried the ball five times for 16 yards. Five. Now, to be fair, the Rams were down 21 nothing before they even started selling hot dogs. But five carries for 16 yards. He did have a couple of touchdowns. He also was part of the passing game. He caught seven passes. But the five carries by Todd Gurley, a career low. And the Rams have now fallen out of first place in the NFC West for the first time since Sean McVay was hired as coach. They've been in first place the entire time. And uh, Jameis Winston, listen, he played well. He, he absolutely played well. But this game was given to the Buccaneers. It was like, here you go. Take it. Congratulations, you guys. That's a lot of time in a plane to fly from, from Florida all the way to California. I hope you enjoy your stay. Have a good time. All right, now secondly, so the, the Rams uh, take the cake for the most embarrassing, but the, the Texans, right, the Texans couldn't keep the good vibrations going after beating the Chargers in L.A. last week. Houston continues to show they are a pretender in the AFC. Anyone disagree with me? The Texans are a pretender. Losing at home to Carolina and back up Kyle Allen. I, I gave a great testimonial monologue to Kyle Allen the other day. I like this guy. He didn't play well. But he played better than Deshaun Watson, who was horrible for the for the Houston Texans. And this continues to be the story of this guy's career. What is the most important thing that separates the true greats from everyone else? Consistency. And Deshaun Watson is not a consistent performer. He has not been. There are tremendous peaks and tremendous valleys. It's the valley of death this weekend for Deshaun Watson. It was. And that inconsistency is again going to be the undoing of the Texans. He is like a human yo-yo, up and down and up and down and spin it all around. I, that's how he is. The Texans never know which guy is going to show up. And Houston, think about this. They mortgaged their entire future as far as the next couple of years of the NFL draft, which I have no problem with because they wanted to fix the offensive line, right? They had to revamp the offensive line. How did that work out? Well, Deshaun Watson went out there with his new-look offensive line. Carolina's pass rush overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. Did you watch the game? Overwhelmed the Texas offensive line. Now, how bad was it? Carolina had 10 quarterback hits and six sacks of Deshaun Watson. And yet again, Deshaun Watson, you know what he was seeing? Ghosts. He needs to hire the Ghostbusters because he is seeing ghosts in the pocket. He is. And pocket panic and happy feet and all of that stuff, anticipating pressure on every play, even when there is no pressure. 
And Watson ended up with 160 yards passing, no touchdowns, no interceptions, averaged 4.8 yards per attempt. He also lost a fumble uh, in the game. Now, Kyle Allen, uh, this was not an oil painting for him. He has his own issues there. He lost three fumbles for Carolina. How about that? Your starting quarterback loses three fumbles. You still win the game on the road if you're the Panthers. That's uh, that's uh, bananas is is what that is. And, but he was slightly better. In this tug of war, the, the, as far as yardage is concerned and things like that, uh, he was better. Now, the final thought here. So, so the Raiders essentially vandalized the Colts. All right. Now, I did take the Raiders and Benny versus the Penny, which is only available on the podcast format now, which is, uh, boy, I had a guy, Supermarket Steve won like a grand, I think, uh, betting. Uh, he had a five-team parlay. I was 8-0 and in the early television window. So if you had parlayed like uh, four games, you would have won all, you would have won the parlay. I had a five-team parlay, a $50 five-team parlay, Supermarket Steve hit. And I'm warning you, that'll never happen again. So you should have done it this weekend because it will never happen again. Uh, I mean, this has been in, just nutso what's gone on the first three weeks of the NFL season. Like uh, 20 games over 500 or something like that. It's insane uh, what's gone on. But as far as the Raiders and Colts are concerned, I, I like the Raiders to bounce back. I, I believe in this outside of Miami, which is like a minor league football team, real NFL teams, they – have a bad performance, they typically come back and play better the next week, even if they don't win. It's the zigzag theory. And the, the Raiders played like they didn't have a pulse in Minnesota. Uh, it was just a, a mess, and and they bounced back in a big way. The Raiders scored three touchdowns in the first 16 minutes of the game. So uh, like a you know, first quarter and then the minute, first minute of the second quarter, their defense forced a couple of turnovers. Eric Harris had the big play uh, for the Raiders. He, he had a pick six in the fourth quarter to seal the game. Any opportunity there for the Colts to come back realistically over at that point. And Indianapolis looked like they were going through the motions. Like the old alarm clock did not go off, right? You, you have an alarm clock. Now, I use my iPhone. I used to have an alarm clock, but I use my iPhone now. I have like I have like 7,000 different... I don't know how many alarms you have. I have so many alarms on my phone. And I, I do it like every five minutes. I'll set my alarm. I have to get up. You know, whatever. Pick a random time. I wake up at noon because I work overnights. I wake up at noon. I'll be all right, all right, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, So I have all these stupid alarms that go off just in case I hit the snooze button on the phone. But the, clearly the Colts did not put enough alarms on their iPhone. Uh, they did not. They were, they looked like a, a factory worker kind of punching the time card. They had no enthusiasm. Now, I know they were shorthanded, and that's an excuse without T.Y. Hilton. And the big one on defense, Darius Leonard, uh, banging it up in, in this game. But uh, my goodness. Uh, we mentioned this earlier. Peekaboo, uh, looking ahead, big game Sunday night in week five. Colts, I believe that game's at Arrowhead against Kansas City. And the Colts had five drop passes in the first half. Three of them by their breakout star from last year, Eric Ebron. Three drop passes. Marlon Mack was knocked out. He only had 39 yards against the Raiders' defense that was suffocating. And Jacoby Brissett played like a third-tier quarterback. Yeah, he had three touchdowns, but if you look at the numbers and, and go and dissect it, get the microscope out, 265 yards, 22 incompletions, and he averaged less than six yards per pass attempt and also had 
An interception. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there... The king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. Let's do it. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets right, great. Third degree, thanks to our friends at Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. All right, Kubaloop. It was announced this weekend that Eric Spolstra has agreed to a four-year contract extension that will keep, keep him in Miami through the 2024-2025 season. Now, before the extension, he was already the longest-tenured coach in the Eastern Conference. Is Spolstra really that good, Ben? Well, as we often say in situations like this, when you ask me questions like this, everything is relative. All right, A, the most important thing an NBA coach does, there are two things. You massage your star players' egos – you handle media relations. 
And by all accounts, Eric Spolstra is pretty accomplished at both of these things. Uh, You don't hear often of a lot of hostility. There's not a lot of disorder in the locker room. Players seem to like playing for him. He's pretty good with the media, so he checks all those boxes. And B, Spolstra, he's got the the title. He was able to ride the coattails of LeBron and D. Wade. And we talk about winning at life, though. He got those championships. He's now got the extension. He's going to be Popovich isn't going to last that long, so he'll eventually retire in the next couple of years. And so Spolster will be the longest tenured coach in the NBA. He also married a Miami Heat cheerleader. The guy's winning. I mean, what everything else is gravy. All right, next. Now there was a report Saturday that NFL teams may fire coaches early in order to go after Lincoln Riley. Ben, do you think this will happen? And if so, which team do you peg Riley for? Well, I, I don't know that it's actually going to happen because Lincoln Riley's because he's a young guy. He got the contract. He could stay at Oklahoma another couple years. They have a very good team this year at Oklahoma. I would say the Browns and Cardinals are the obvious ones. Uh, number one, from my perspective, now Cleveland makes the most sense because Freddie Kitchens, even though the Browns played great against the Ravens. Freddie Kitchens seemingly is always going to be on the ropes unless Cleveland wins a couple of playoff games here and makes a run deep into the playoffs. And Baker Mayfield, who had a great breakout game on Sunday, is a product of the Lincoln-Riley playbook. The uh, The Browns' offense up until this weekend had not been very aesthetically pleasing, so I would put the Browns there. The NFC North, not a daunting challenge as far as that division. There's not, nobody's like a juggernaut in the NFC North or the AFC North rather and then Arizona again same same concept right it's not that difficult very straightforward Kyler Murray the Cardinals have seldom looked much better than last season Cliff Kingsbury had a losing record at Texas Tech and that would be a major upgrade although I believe that is Texas Tech on Texas Tech crime because Kingsbury uh, and and uh, and the uh, coach Riley there Riley he was an assistant at Texas Tech. So I think there might be, he had worked there in the past. I think he played there. So there might be a problem there. And I'd also throw the Redskins out with Dan Snyder. Dan Snyder likes the big name coach and the hot coach. And the hot coach right now is Lincoln Riley. All right, next. Russell Westbrook spoke at NBA Media Day this week. And he said that he has dropped next question from his vocabulary. Ben, are we going to see a more media-friendly Westbrook this year, or will he just come up with a new way to avoid them? All right, so I'm going to bet you $5 that Russell Westbrook has a nuclear meltdown before January 1st. You want to take that bet? No. Okay. Yeah, this is complete bull manure. All right, first of all, this is like, you know what this is, Media Day? I've been to Media Day. I used to cover Media Day every year in the NBA. Uh, I was going to go to Clipper Media Day, but I had to watch football on Sunday, and they had it during football games. I was like, no, I, don't, I like the Clippers, but I'd rather go to... I'd rather go watch football. Anyway, uh, this is like the first day of school when everyone says, I'm going to change my study habits. I'm going to show up on time. I'm going to be a better student. And what happens the second, the third day of school? uh, You end up showing late. You're tardy, the whole thing there. And uh, I'm like the state motto of Missouri with Russell Westbrook. I'm going to show me state of mind here when it comes to Westbrook. And secondly, the real acid test is going to happen when the Rockets go on the inevitable – Losing streak. Or what Russell Westbrook is 10 of 33 from the floor, and the Rockets lose because Westbrook keeps shooting three point shots. Then we will see his real colors 
as they say, old habits die hard. All right, there it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Ben, you pass again. That is a winner. You put it on the board. Take it, haters. Enjoy it, haters. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, you sports figure guy or girl. Who the hell are you talking to, son? Here's some instant advice. Hold that thought. No one's paid attention to me for 10 whole seconds. And if you don't like it, screw you. And away we go. It's the Insta Advice Line Unscreen Radio brought to you by Discover Card. We treat you like you treat you. Who needs your advice this week? Well, could do the Denver Broncos. They're 0-4. They've lost four games by a total of 23 points. Bad teams lose close games. We could do that, but no. Jared Goff. Now you say on the service, Jared Goff had 517 yards passing. My God, that is the eighth most all-time in NFL history. Insane. But three interceptions and a lost fumble setting up Jameis Winston on a short field. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers jumped out to a 21-0 lead. Thanks, thanks to Jared Goff. So what is your advice to Jared Goff on how to cut down on mistakes? He's thrown a lot. In fact, he's got the last year... The most interceptions of any quarterback in the NFL is Jared Goff. 877-99 on Fox is the number. We'll start out with you. Hello, you are up first. Advice to Jared Goff. Cheer up. At least you're not Joe Flacco. Coop the loop, Broncos lost. All right, thank you. Yes, uh, Line Uh 5, you are next. Hello, Line (laughs) 5. Stop having Ben root for you. Uh, go away. <laughs> go away, angry. But line four. Hello, line four. Yeah. I can't wait till the Yankees lose, so angry Bill will be all surly. Hello, line four. Yeah, you got to go back to Pop Warner or flag football and learn how to play football. Oh, thank you for that. Line three, you are next. We're giving advice to Jared Goff. cock a doo My game lost her shoe. Jared Goff lost his half his own ass, too. All right, Raul, uh, your advice, please, to Jared Goff. I uh, Your name's on the screen for some reason. Your advice to Jared Goff. That's because I've been on hold for 50 minutes, man. All right, we'll hang up on you. Line two. I mean, you complain. We'll hang up on you. Hello, you are next. Hello, line three. Go steal some crab legs. Is that Angry Bill again? Oh, I better give out the number. I don't want him to keep so calling. So take that in your pooper and pop it. <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, that idiot from Miami will call in. 877-99 on Fox. The homeless guy that begs for money. 877-996-6369. Hello, you. You're next. Hello. As a kid, we always learn not to play in the toilet. That's uh, Sean the Hood guy there with some solid advice. Hello, line five. He needs to be like Peyton Manning and the Houston Astros because it's the best ever. Uh, that's lies, lies, and damn lies. Line two, you are next. Hello, line two. I'm Fudgy Kamal, and I love caramel ice cream. All right. <laughs> wow. It's the instant advice line, unscreen radio. Hello, line number three. Real talk sucks. Boo, 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 boo. Oh, that was Supermarket Steve, a big winner. He said he was a big winner at gambling on Sunday. We're giving advice to Jared Goff. This is unscreened radio. That's right. The safety net is off. Unscreened radio. Jared Goff had three interceptions and lost a fumble 
as Tampa Bay, a 10-point underdog, won by a bunch uh, over the Rams at the Coliseum in L.A., 55-40. to 55. First time since the 1960s a team has scored 40 points and lost by 15 or more points. Hadn't happened since 1966. Hello, you on line two. You're next. Hello, line two. All right, line two's not there. Hello, line three. Rub Bellers. All right, we'll hang up on him. But Angry Bill keeps getting in. This is bad. We need some new people to call in. Hello, line four. Break it down. All right. That was terrible. Right away, you got to start talking. Hello, line five. The Buckeyes are the greatest. You called the wrong show. Line six. Hello, line six. Isn't it obvious, Jared Goff? Come to a team where penalties don't apply, where the referees have been paid off. Here we go. Where you get a red conference in the Super Bowl year after year. Here we go. And your quarterback doesn't get touched. It's ridiculous. All right. Hang up on yourself, you patriot hater. Call Jim Everett out of retirement. Yeah, Jim Everett, a fan of the show I hear. I hear Jim Everett, a Maller Militia guy. Hello, line three. Listen to the fifth hour with Ben Maller. He's just giving away winners. The curse of the Benbino is over, baby. Yeah, 12-2. and (laughs) He's not wrong. 12-2 and against the spread this week. I hit all eight of the early games. That's uh, that's nuts, is what that is. That uh, I don't think I've ever hit all eight of the early games. Hey, where are the white women at? Uh, Montana. Hello, line five. You are next, line five. Instant advice line for Jared Goff, the beleaguered and disheveled Rams quarterback. Yeah, tell him to have a rhythmic jerk. That's a sleep technique, sir. That's a a clinical. <laughs> my right hand technique. is to work out. Shout out, my homeboy. Slobber, slobber, slobber. And yes, sleep number. We love sleep number. Hello, line six. Rub Bella's titties. All right. Well, you can't. I mean, what, you stupid. I mean, dumb, dumb. You moron. All right. Uh, line two. Hello, line two. Try putting a Cardinals uniform on, then you'll wish you're back with the Rams. Yeah, that would. Well, that's the clown costume. That Cardinal uniform. <laughs> Man, I mean, you discover that. You're like, oh, man, this is bad. I need to change my outfit. Let's go to line four. Hello, line four. Yeah, he's got to dump the ball off to his best receivers. Two girlies, one cup. All right, thank you. What is it? It's like a throwback, throwback to Tony Bruno show from 15 years ago. Hello, line five. You are next, line five. Don't play Fortnite and get the green. <laughs> yeah, no, no Fortnite. No, line six, you're next. Hello. I don't even know what the question is. Why am I even calling this Hey, show? there you go. Season? Yeah. It's Fast Eddie. Oh, Almost. Our guy, Fast Eddie. When you go to when do you go Who? to a hockey game, Eddie? When's your first hockey the game? The Kings open on the road, and then yeah. when they come home, I'm out of the country. Oh, you're leaving the country? I am. That's soon. When are you leaving? October the 11th. Really? Yeah. Who's filling in for you? Uh, cast of thousands. Wow. Where are you going? Australia. For how long? Two weeks. Two weeks? Wow. You must. <laughs> you have like the Howard Stern vacation, no, don't you, man? No. You have I've, so much vacation. I haven't had a day off in a long time. Last corporate holiday. Well, yeah. Which was uh, you know, not that long ago. Uh, I, don't, I believe I have perfect attendance. Uh, That's a bad job by you. Yeah, I gotta I gotta take some time off. I have not had any. I don't think I have. I've, I've worked every holiday, even Jewish holidays. I work. I work all of them. I, any holiday, I work. I'm there. Racist.
Any religious holiday I work. Whatever. Wow. I, yeah, it's true. I, we'll, we'll do one more. Only one more call. If it's good, I'll take credit. If not, I'll blame the Koopa Loop. Hurry up, Coop. Line five. Line five, you're on the air. Go. Hey, it's Jerry from Rhode Island. I think Jared Goff needs to change his name to Fog Darage. And yeah, start all over. there you go. Change his name. Witness Protection Program. Good advice. <laughs> seems solid, right? You know, embarrassing. Change your name. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Let's go places. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free at 